Salutations, friends. And welcome to another episode of Nerddom. 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 And knowledge. 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 First pick for podcast. And last picked in dodgeball, I'm James. I'm Jerry. And today we're going to be pitting uh, people against each other that have no business fighting. And then again, nobody has any business fighting. We should all be living a life of peace. We should. We yes, really we should. should. Because you know what happens if you don't live a life of peace, right? No, what happens? You end up beating the shit out of Johnny Depp. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. Yeah, it happens. And then you know what else happens, right? My dog stepped on a bee. We went to the bed. That's what happens. Your dog steps on Your a bee. Your dog steps on a bee, and then the whole world just goes to shit. Yeah, it really does. It's not a good thing. No. But luckily, we're here for you. Hi. Has your dog stepped on a bee? Have you beaten the shit out of your significant other? You may be entitled to significant compensation. Call the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. We're, We're here, here for, for you. you. <laughs> oh, we need help. Professional help. <laughs> a lot. Caliber. A lot of Now, everybody help. else is capitalizing on the, the, the whole Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp thing. Figure, why not us, right? Yeah. I mean, her dog stepped on a bee. I'm sitting here recording a podcast with Jerry. Yes. I'm sitting right next to Big D. The Big D. The Big D. Yeah, who, is sitting my, my across, who is sitting across from Charlie. Yeah, got to make the face. No, but uh, all kidding aside, uh, what we've decided to do today is we're going to take people uh, from different universes who are of similar power levels. We're going to pit them against each other, and we're going to see who comes out on top. Uh, we have chosen one, what we're referring to as street-level pair, one what we call mid-tier pair, and then one god-level pair. We're each going to take one set, we're going to compare and contrast, and we're going to go from there. But before we dive into that, we do need to say a special thank you to our show's latest sponsor, Southern Defense Martial Arts, based in Rockingham, North Carolina. Uh, they teach Shoren Ryu Karate for discipline and self-defense. If you're looking to get in shape for the new year, you have, what day is today? 20 About a week and a half. you got 10 days, basically, uh, before it's no longer the new year. So get your ass in gear. What are you waiting for? Uh, or if you just want to master the martial arts, you can check them out. You go on uh, their Facebook page, Southern Defense Martial Arts. They actually have a tournament today, so we will have tournament results uh, not in the next episode, but in the following set, we'll have the tournament results for that. Uh, or you can check them out online at southerndefensemartialarts.com or southernsportkarate.com where you can purchase your own Learn at Home DVDs. And soon to be offering online classes. Eventually, yes. All right. And now we're going to get to some friends of the podcast. We're going to start with Kalis Boutique on Facebook. That's K-A-Y-L-I-C-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E. World Spelling Bee Champion, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kayla's Boutique on Facebook. They carry clothing and accessories for babies and toddlers. So if there's a new addition to the family or a little one that you want to pick something up kind of stylish for, just go to Kayla's Boutique where the selection is unique. No rhymes. We also want to say a special thank you to our friends, Joy-Con Gamers. You can find them on Facebook and Twitter at Joy-Con Gamers, or you can go to their website, JoyConGamers.com. And when you go there, you're going to find news for gamers by gamers. And who else do you want to get your gaming news from? Amber Heard? No, because she'll slap the shit out of you without even th questioning it. And even if that's not the case, she'll be too busy because her dog stepped on a bee. Yeah, we're making the face. You can't see it, so we're making the sound effects. <laughs> Charlie's over here making the ultimate derp face, so it works out. Actually, that he's having a stroke. I'm not really sure what's happening right now. Are you smelling weird things, sir? Yeah, he's definitely having a stroke. Somebody call a medic. Let me get a medic in here, please. No, our friend is not having a stroke. Please relax if you're listening. Please. I had a stroke Calm once. Down. It felt it so good. good. I had another, another one. Ah! Yeah, Hey-oh. Right. Thank you, folks. Tip your waitress. I'll be here all week. 
No, uh, but then we also need to say special <laughs> to one more friend, James. Yeah, we do. I keep wanting to forget this guy's name, but he's he's big on YouTube, right? He is indeed, sir. Yeah, uh, uh, YouTube.com slash Final Harps. Final Harps, you got it. Yeah, and then you find him on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Final Harps. You do indeed, sir. Can't you also find him on TikTok at Final Harps? Oh, on occasion, yes. Oh, okay. And uh, he's got this great interview show, which is called The Final Hour. It's always good to have backup dancers in here when I do that. It's fantastic. <laughs> you got Kayla over here bebopping. Charlie's over there doing whatever the hell Charlie's doing. <laughs> I look over here, Daryl's head's back and forth like, sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. <laughs> so, yeah, Final Harps, if you're looking to make a, uh, yourself a mogul of social media like him, go check him out. He'll give you all the information you need on how to get started doing that. And as for our social media, all you got to do is go to our website, nerdofknowledge.com. You can find links to every one of our social media platforms there. Uh, TikTok, Twitch, um, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Twitter. What else the hell are we on? Twitter. Um, links to our uh, merchandise store uh, and links to our Patreon if you want to support the podcast. So make sure you please do that if you can. Absolutely. And you can also email us at our somewhat new somewhat old are recently refurbished recently like, refurbished yes nak at nerdofknowledge.com that's nak at n-e-r-d-o-m-a-n-d-k-n-o-w-l-e-d-g dot c-o-m ah oh, damn that's impressive so fast so clean so precise <laughs> I didn't hear him I headphones what'd you say do you spell com? Is it C-U-M? No, he said C-O-M. No, he didn't. Yeah, he no, did. I said C-O-M, I promise He says you. it fast. I, it's fast. Yeah. I mean, he has spelled come before. I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is what happens when you have studio guests, my friend. This is true. This is true. Uh, and you can also check us out at our. You can also send us an email at our old email address, which is nerdomanology at gmail.com. That's N E R D O M A N D K N O W L E D G E at G M A I L dot C O M. See, now you made him self conscious. He had to slow down. That's what she said. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh! Stir the cat. That's a, that's an inside joke. None of you will get that, but just know it's there. It's out there in the world. Oh God! <laughs> so uh, what do we usually do now? I've already forgotten. Oh yeah, it's time for everybody's second favorite part of the show. As soon as I get back over to the proper sound effects, and I turned it down again. God damn it! Why do I always do that? I keep forgetting to turn it back up. One second, I'll edit this out. Wait for it to reset. There we go. And it's time for everybody's second favorite part of the show. The Nerd Nest. Nest. Da -da -da. So since we're here talking about power battles and power levels, there was only one gift that would be appropriate for this episode. And my friends, it is what we refer to in the biz as a doozy. Okay? You are going to... It, well, I'm going to say you, but if you win the Nerd Nest, in there you will find your very own power level scouter. That is correct, yes. We got you the headpiece that you put on so you can walk around screaming at people that the power level is over 9,000. If you feel Over like 9,000? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can just slap awesome. it on your face and just stare at somebody and go, ah! 
off for four hours and power up for six episodes. Whatever you want to do. It's, the world is your oyster. Don't let us tell you how to live your life. But in order to win that item, you are going to have to get a nerdness keyword. And that comes at the end of the episode. Absolutely, folks. No, you don't get to listen for five or ten minutes of our episode and get the keyword. No. No, you did that shit before, and that's why we had to change it. No more cheating this time. Now you got to earn it the right way. And we're not going to give you the keyword at the end of the episode. We're going to give you a hint. You have to be paying attention. Indeed. This requires forethought and foreskin, Damn. unless you don't have any. Oh. And then it doesn't matter. <laughs> Aw. And if Kenny were here, what would he say? Kenny would, uh, he would probably, if I can get to his fucking sound effect, Kenny would say something like, mm. yeah, that's it. <laughs> mm. The Kenny grumble. <laughs> Now, normally this is where we would have a uh, fun facts thing, but you can't really have a fun facts about power levels. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come right back to the meat and taters. Yeah! Hey, folks, it's James. And Jerry. From the Nerdman Knowledge Podcast, and we're here to talk to you about IT Services and Networking, LLC. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, owner-operator Will Clark has got you covered. That's right. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. And we're back. And so, uh, this episode does not have a clever title because we're doing three sort of separate episodes. Uh, so what we're going to do is, uh, first of all, we need to say a, a special uh, special thank you uh, to our friend, our first-time guest on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Nerdum and Knowledge, our good friend, Daryl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's doing the queen wave. You can't see it because obviously it's not videotape, but... You can hear the sound effect it was saying. That's how fast he's moving. That's how his power level is amazing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, what we have done, we, we divvied this up. Uh, we drew straws, and so actually we just picked. So I've got the street-level guys. James has got the mid-level dudes. Daryl has taken the god-level tier. So how do we want to do this? We want to go from the bottom to the top? We want to jump around or what? Uh, since Daryl is our guest, let's let him choose. Let's climb the ladder. All right, so we're going to climb the ladder. So we're going first. So for the street-level heroes... Um, I actually had a couple of different ideas. Uh, the first one uh, is the one I went with, but the second one would have been equally good. Uh, I was going to pit Alfred against Jarvis, uh, but that would have been like a no contest because Alfred would beat the shit out of Jarvis. It's, it's, there's no contest there. Uh, so what I did decide to do is I have now pitted Hawkeye against Green Arrow. Yes. Archer versus Archer. Super badass with a bow versus super badass with a bow. So uh, now I, we we did not settle on a rating uh, tier per se. We've all taken our own little scale to it. Uh, James with a number system. I just went with a better out of this particular situation. Uh, not sure what Daryl did. I haven't seen his notes, but Daryl will take care of Daryl when it gets to Daryl. So we're good together. So the first one I went with is just overall skill level. Okay, now you have Hawkeye uh, who has been trained by the military uh, to be an assassin, uh, to be a soldier, to be a secret agent, a spy, if you will. Uh, However, you do have Green Arrow, who picked up his own bow and arrow after being stranded on an island and taught himself to be a really, really good, uh, you know, marksman when it comes Mm -hmm. to that. So, uh, in that particular situation, I'm going to give the upper hand to Green Arrow. He's Uh, self-taught. They're both just as accurate as each other. 
And so I'm going to give the edge to him because he's self-taught. He's had no training, but he's just as good, which means I think he has the capability to become better in the long run versus Hawkeye. So first category goes to Green Arrow. So the second one, the category I went was the protégés, the people that they have working underneath them. Okay, so you, uh, with Hawkeye, you've got Kate Bishop. Uh, with uh, Green Arrow, you've got uh, Speedy or Red Arrow or Arsenal or whatever the hell name Roy Harper's going by these days. I can't keep track. The dude changes his name like every 10 minutes. Uh, from that category, they both uh, taught somebody else to be just as good as them. So in that particular case, I'm giving that one a tie. That goes to both of them. Tie goes to the runner. So this will wash. Uh, then we go to being a team player. This is an obvious one. Hawkeye. Hawkeye is a member of the Avengers. Uh, you could argue that Green Arrow is a member of the Justice League, but he would tell you he is not, because fuck those guys, because that's how Green Arrow gets down. <laughs> Am I lying, though? No, you're I'm not. I'm not lying. Green Arrow's fuck those guys. That's what he does. I laugh because it's accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then I did uh, costumes. So costumes... Green Arrow all day. I mean, Hawkeye's costume for a while had a giant H on his forehead. Like, that was literally his suit was an H on it. Like, no, bro, you can't do that. And so you're not Superman. You can't wear an S on your chest. So you definitely can't wear an H on your forehead. It's not cool. Uh, Green Arrow went through the whole uh, Robin Hood, you know, hat thing. Then he switched over to the kind of younger with the sunglasses and the hood, which is reminiscent of the outfit that the character wore on Smallville. Mm-hmm. Now he's doing more of an outfit, which is um, kind of like the. Uh, from the Arrowverse, Arrow from you know Oliver from Oliver Queen, from Stephen ML's version of the Green Arrow. Right. So I'm definitely going to give that one to Green Arrow. Now, as far as uh, the next category, enemies. Who has the better enemies? Green Arrow all day. Um, you know, Hawkeye doesn't really have any particularly uh, what we would call like a foe. He has nobody that's like his polar opposite, like a lot of the other heroes do. Uh, Green Arrow does though numerous ones. Um, most notably of which is that uh, Deathstroke is actually a Green Arrow enemy. Yes. Uh, he became a Batman enemy, but he started out as a Green Arrow enemy, so I would say that gives him the definite edge in that particular respect. And uh, he mentioned Deathstroke for a reason, but we'll get there later. Yes. So then I went to combat prowess. Who is better in a fight? And again, uh, you know, Hawkeye's had military training. Green Arrow has not, so I gave that edge to Hawkeye. Uh, he's going to be better in a fight. Uh, just hands down. It's going to work out better that way. Uh, when the shit hits the fan, you're going to want Hawkeye by your side. He's got he's level-headed. He's cool under pressure. That's your dude. Uh, so then I went to allies. Now, allies was a tough category, but I had to give it a tie because, yes, Green Arrow has Batman and Superman in the Justice League, but Hawkeye has the Avengers. He's got Iron Man. He's got the Hulk, Thor. So I figure that's pretty evenly matched. Um, as far as experience goes, again, I went to Hawkeye. He's seen more combat. He's been in more situations. He's been in the shit, as it were. And so in that case, advantage Hawkeye, we're going to give that one to him. Uh, then, of course, you can't talk about them without talking about trick arrows, right? Uh, of course, Green Arrow does have the boxing glove arrow, and we actually saw that used in the Arrowverse show, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, but at the end of the day, you got to give him a tie there, you know, because they both have great gadgets on their arrows. So when I got that done, I'm like, okay, well, here we go. We've got a tie across the board. We've got three for Hawkeye. We've got three for Green Arrow. We've got a tie for two of them. So who comes out on top? What brought it down to me in the last category I decided to rate them in was the drive. What makes them go out 
and do what they do. Uh, Hawkeye does it, you know, for the love of his country. Uh, he's a, you know, he's a patriot at heart. Uh, not that kind of patriot, just a regular patriot. Um, you know, he takes care of his team. Uh, he wants to protect his family. He wants to come home at the end of the day. Uh, Green Arrow is actually motivated by a, a higher purpose in my eyes. Um, you know, he wants to right the wrongs and redo, you know, repay the injustices that were paid to upon him and other folks in his area. Um, he wants to make his city a better place. He wants to make the world a better place for those people. So at the end of the day, I had to give it up for Green Arrow. In my opinion, the Hawkeye versus Green Arrow battle, hands down, Green Arrow comes out on top. And that is my summation. Do we have any arguments? Mm, the only argument I would have, and it's it's a small, it's such a small fucking thing. Okay. But... Uh, in the comic books, they have discussed how much pull Hawkeye's bows have versus Green Arrow's. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye actually does use bows with a little bit more PSI pull on them. So it fires arrows with a little bit more PSI than Green okay. Arrow. But that is merely the bow's ability. I don't really think it makes tremendous amount of difference, but I do think it does give... Hawkeye a slight edge in overall ability. Okay. Maybe. But I can't really fault your overall overall argument. I, I agree with pretty much everything. Okay. Daryl, do you have any arguments or any observations? My personal preference is going to be Hawkeye because that's who I'm more familiar with. Yep. But hearing you lay it out, I feel like Hawkeye is a clear winner here. Well, I picked Green Arrow, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you say so, but... Come on, the dude isn't even wearing pants. I mean, technically he's t- tight your pants. I mean, Kayla can argue that tight your pants, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Full range of mobility. But there you go. Being trained as a soldier and being trained to be a killer and archer, it doesn't really compare to just being self-taught in the woods. I mean, yeah. you would have more experience, like personal experience, but being trained and knowing how to practice as opposed to trying to teach yourself how to do it, I feel like Hawkeye has the advantage there. Okay, but now, given that they're both on equal footing, okay, like the comic books have, have, have put it out to be that they are both equally matched in accuracy with a bow and arrow, okay, who are you more afraid of? The guy who had actual military training to get that good or the dude that taught himself to be that good? I see your point, and you're making a lot more sense. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I had to give it to Green Arrow. Again, I don't fault the overall argument. I just feel it's a little bit closer than you say. Okay. I feel. I, I will, I As will a matter of con- fact, I would, I would actually consider this one a dead heat, in my opinion. Uh, that, is, that is fair enough. So now, sir, over to you. Okay, everyone. This one is something that a few people have discussed, but it doesn't really get talked about enough, I don't think. And for this one, I am pitting... Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, against the Daywalker, Blade. Very nice. And I feel like a lot of people leave off uh, Deathstroke's tagline for his name. I feel like we should include it here to put the extra emphasis. He is referred to as Deathstroke, the Terminator. So, Yes, that is that is absolutely accurate. And uh, just to give you a little short, brief history. Okay, Slade Wilson is a military-trained black ops operative. Uh, 
His origin story happens to tie in with the Green Arrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was injured. He was given the Mirakuru virus to save his life. Yes. Uh, The Mirakuru virus made Slade Wilson the man he is today, and he is a very, very nasty assassin. Indeed he is. Uh, A gun for hire. (laughs) A mercenary, if you will. Absolutely. And, of course... That's all you need to know about Slade Wilson. Yep. Now, uh, for a brief synopsis on Blade. Blade, his mother, was pregnant with him when she was bitten and turned into a vampire. Contrary to the original, the origin story where she allegedly died, we later found out, no, she didn't die. She lived. Yep. But uh, Blade, because of the body chemistry of his mother becoming a vampire, he became a half-vampire. Also referred to in the business as a dompier. A dompier. Uh, and the whole thing about him is is that he has a proportional amount of the vampire advantages, but he has none of their disadvantages. Except for one. Except for one, uh, which is the silver stake to the heart. Well, at that end of thirst. Yes, the thirst. Well, I, we'll, get, we'll get there. We're yes. getting there. We're getting there. Okay. So I broke this down into five categories to keep this real simple. All right. And I'm rating each one on a scale of 1 to 10. You can feel free to disagree with me at the end, but uh, when it comes to firearms, we're comparing abilities between Blade and Deathstroke with firearms. Uh, You have to be as realistic as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have to go with not only the source material from the comic books, but you also need to use movies and you need to use um, TV shows, uh, cartoons, video games, all of these sources. Now, uh, while Blade in both comics and the big screen, has demonstrated his skill with sniping, his ability with firearms in general. When he uses automatic short-range firearms, uh, something along the lines of an Uzi or an uh, AR-15, he tends to be very spray-and-pray. Well, not spray-and-pray, more like he is aiming at the enemies, but he's going in a line. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's going to miss with a lot of his shots. Whereas... Uh, Slade Wilson, again, he's military trained. He's black ops. These are the best of the best. He has had the absolute finest training with firearms you could possibly ask for, Mm -hmm. given his background before he joined the military. Uh, So on firearms, I do give the advantage to Deathstroke by a score of 9 on a scale of 1 to 10 versus 7. Okay. Okay. Uh, Now... Uh, next category is blades, uh, melee weapons. Okay. Well, I was also say, if, you're, if you're rating them on blades, then blade wins that because he is a blade. <laughs> Don't get ahead of me. Sorry. Sorry. <coughs> now, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> this one's a bit closer of a comparison, and I'll tell you why. Both are exceptional with bladed weapons of various types. Uh, however, blade is not only adept with different styles of bladed weapons, but also the proper forms to use them. Uh, He has studied martial arts fighting forms with bladed weapons. They're also their thrown weapons, uh, the short uh, bladed weapons, size, uh, the like, uh, thrown weapons like shurikens, the like. Uh, Blade is even adept enough to turn um, improvised weapons into deadly, accurate thrown weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, hypodermic needles is a really good example. He can He's deadly accurate with them. He kicked them, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So this one, uh, 
Slade Wilson, all respect in the world with his military training and being able to use weapons. Deathstroke is going to score a six on a scale of one to ten. Blade is going to score a nine. <laughs> 69. <laughs> Not how I intended it, but that is how it worked out. Uh, next, strategy. Well, not much to say here. Uh, Deathstroke has military training, uh, and he's a student of battle techniques and stratagem uh, from many periods Ooh, of history. Stratagem. And- I like that word. It's good use. Good word, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's 2,600 on your SATs no, now. We're, we're, we're about 4,000 right now. Okay. But you can no. use your, you can use your scouter to figure out how. No, no, high no! It's over nine thousand. <laughs> no, but uh, getting back to this, uh, various forms of stratagem and from many different periods in history and different regions of the world. So, Slade Wilson Deathstroke is a student of fighting tactics and strategy. Uh, however. Um, the thing about Blade is Blade was taught by several people about different fighting styles and how to use them properly, so that is kind of a strategy, but it's not enough to give him the edge here. So, again, uh, same score, but going to go a different way with this. Blade is going to score a 6. Deathstroke is going to score a 9 in this uh, category. 69 again. Indeed, indeed. Uh, now we move on to unarmed combat. Now, this is where we start separating the men from the boys. Uh, in unarmed combat, Blade has knowledge of multiple martial arts forms, including, but not limited to, Shotokan, Hapkido, Wushu, and Shaolin. I love Wushu. It's so fantastic. It's good over rice. <laughs> uh, but again, it is including, but not limited to, these martial arts forms. Now, Deathstroke has his military training, and military training does involve different fighting styles. Mm -hmm. However, Blade has a wider knowledge and more extensive research into these fighting styles, so uh, this one is going to be Blade 9, Slade (laughs) 6. 96. Wait, that doesn't work. Well, the price of eating out has gone up. Ah, Ah, there you go. go. Finally, now I saved this one for last because... Some of you will realize this, but a lot of you actually won't. A lot of people will think that Blade, given that he has his half-vampire heritage, is going to outclass him here completely. Not the case. Not the case, and here's why. Uh, It's a lot closer than you think. Deathstroke can heal from mortal wounds, provided he receives the sufficient amount of time to... the requisite amount of time to heal. Uh... Let's see. Uh, Deathstroke also has the ability to regrow limbs. Uh, He can actually heal every broken bone in his body in a matter of hours. Hours. 216 bones in the human body. They're all broken. He can heal them in a matter of just a few hours. That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. Uh, However, Slade Wilson cannot survive a bullet to the head. I don't know many people that can. Well, I understand, but the healing factor, (laughs) you know, you have to specify this. Now, here's the thing. Blade can survive a bullet to the head, but Blade cannot regrow limbs. Why, you ask? Because Blade does not drink human blood, per his vampire heritage. He has what is called the serum. It's only ever referred to as the serum. Basically, it is a compound that basically works like... Uh, think about uh, sucralose versus sugar. Yep. 
you know, you have an artificial sweetener versus a actual sugar. It, it scratches the itch, but it ain't the real thing. Yeah. But um, it's designed to curb his appetite. I would actually Just, probably liken it more towards like methadone versus heroin. There you go. That's yeah. probably a better analogy. Um, but either one works. You get the idea. One is a substitute for the other and does not have the same side effects. Yeah. One doesn't quite do it for you, but, but it gets you by. Right. Now, here's the thing. In the comic books, uh, Wolverine has actually met Blade numerous times, has actually fought side by side with him. Wolverine has put Blade's healing factor on par with him, but not as good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, Blade can survive a bullet to the head, but Blade cannot regrow limbs. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Blade's healing factor actually multiplies by 10, and he can regenerate limbs. He can heal from multiple wounds if he drinks blood. Not the serum, actual blood. So, for this, and this is one of those weird scorings I have for this, Deathstroke, on a scale of 1 to 10, I give him 7 for his healing factor. Blade, I also give a 7, but there's a caveat his healing factor goes up to 10, or actually, no, 9, if he drinks blood. Okay. Okay. So, the ultimate decision, when it comes right down to it, using my scoring, while Deathstroke is extremely on par with Blade, Blade is going to get the edge on the regular scoring by one point, but by three points if he gets human blood. Okay. And for anyone who wants to say anything about Deathstroke prepares for enemies, how I did this is the way Deadliest Warrior and um, Death Battle does it. They just happenstance bump into bump into each other on an open field, never having met before, don't yes. know anything about. They each both other. went to the same Pinkberry for yogurt. There you go. And they ran into each other and decided to fight. But uh, there you go. So, uh, does anyone have any disagreements, or anyone have any observations I may have missed? I don't. Uh, I, I have no disagreements with it. Um, I think that uh, Blade. I actually think it, it's more like Blade e- more easily handles Deathstroke than you give him credit for. Um, in fact, I don't think Deathstroke puts up that much of a fight. Uh, and the only reason I say that is is because um, even not drinking human blood, like he, Blade is still able to keep keep up with vampires. Like he's on par with vampire. He can match their reflexes. Uh, he can match their speed and their strength. Um, even with Mirakuru in the system, Deathstroke doesn't even come that close to doing that kind of thing. Um, and so that's why I think Blade would more easily handle him. Plus, Blade has uttered the iconic line, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. And that trumps anything Deathstroke will ever do. So, <laughs> Just a line. Just, just a line. line. Just saying it. Just saying it's fantastic. So, Daryl, what about you? I'm going to go with Deathstroke on this one. I think Deathstroke takes Blade, even... I think you just like disagreeing with us. <laughs> no, okay, so hear me out. As strong as Blade may be, he is not invincible. Okay. He might have superhuman everything, but if there's prep time, Deathstroke has it. If they meet on the street and they both pull their blades out, Blade is going to have it. But I'm going to say that there's prep time in this, that they both are bloodlusted for one another. They're trying to kill each other. They're going out of their way to find each other. Deathstroke is going to do everything in his power to set it up to where he will not lose. Where Blade is just going to kind of try to march on him because he's superhuman Blade, you know, or super 
happy. Yeah, well, I think if you're throwing prep time into it, like Destro kills Blade at 250 yards. Like, he never sees it coming. You know, that's how it goes down. If Blade has time to do his research, he's going to have a silver bullet ready. He's going to lock on target with his heart. Yeah, it's a wrap. At that point, there's no in the contest. Uh, but, again, that is really the only, the only one thing he's got. And, again, I didn't do advanced prep time because Blade would have no reason to hunt Deathstroke. Blade predominantly hunts vampires. Ooh, what if Deathstroke became a vampire? Ooh. Then that's going to change it all together because yeah. then Deathstroke's then, healing factor goes yeah, up, his reflexes grows up, his strength goes yeah. up. In that case, I say Deathstroke has him. Yeah. But uh, you listeners at home, again, feel free to debate us. Hit us up in the emails. Yeah. Now we move down to the the piece de resistance. Move down, no sir. We move up to the god tier. Okay, excuse me. We move up to the piece de resistance. Yes. I had a couple of different ideas for how I wanted to do this. Like, the characters I want to pit against each other. Okay. At first, you know, I'm a hardcore Naruto fan. Watched every bit of it. But it's okay. not really God tier of a character. You know? Okay. He, he has a good talk game, but that's not enough. All right. Fair enough. Superman, however, is the one you think when you think of a well, yeah, I mean, if I, yeah, if I think of a God tier superhero, Superman is definitely one that pops into my head. Yeah. And one that I haven't really seen much on is Superman versus Alucard. Okay. That's interesting. All right. The vampire. All All right. right. Martial ability, training, I've got to give it to Alucard. He's been around so much longer. He's been through countless wars. And even though he doesn't have some extraterrestrial fighting style, he has enough experience to just trump that. In addition, with his reflexes, his... his superhuman strength he might not be able to arm wrestle Superman but I think that he's been in enough fights or enough altercations where he can kind of read what Superman is doing and even if Superman is super fast Alucard can just kind of tank it you know moving on okay to powers and abilities to say Alucard takes that as well Superman is a super to us he would seem to be superhuman but Alucard is just supernatural you know, all the way through, and which happens to be one of Superman's weaknesses. You are correct, sir. Alucard can't really use a weapon on Superman because Superman's impervious to, you know, weapons. But not including Kryptonite. Kryptonite is just kind of, it's out there. Yeah, I've got my own thing about Kryptonite, but that's, that's for another episode. Yeah. The motives behind why they would do what they do, I'm going to give it to Superman. Alucard is evil for the sake of being evil. Superman wants to be good to save the people around him. He wants to strive to do better, and that alone is is stronger than just the drive to be bad. You know. Okay. Reaching out and wanting to be that light for other people, I feel like is a better motivator than just. I'm bad guy, so I'm bad guy. Okay. And as much as I don't want Alucard to take the cake, I feel like he really does. Superman just can't ma- it can't even match his healing factor. If Superman was depowered and he takes a gunshot to the chest, he heals within a couple of minutes. Alucard is completely reduced to a single drop of blood and can come right back. 
and even if the fight lasted years and years, eventually Superman will tire out. Now Card will just kind of overtake him. Yeah. But the weaknesses, Superman only really has that one weakness. Well, I mean, technically he has two. He is susceptible to magic and to kryptonite. But now magic won't outright kill him, but kryptonite completely will. Yeah. But I don't see Alucard just reaching into his pocket and pulling out some kryptonite. You know, I, I would. I would. So you're you're done, right? I want to make sure I'm not interrupting. Oh, feel free. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say is, I would give it to Alucard for a completely different reason. And why is that? Because Alucard possesses the power of every soul he has ever absorbed. Which means he also possesses the soul and the ability of a particular being Schrodinger Schrodinger to be dead and alive at the same time to be everywhere and nowhere yeah even though the everywhere and nowhere thing isn't a Schrodinger thing it's actually a Heisenberg thing but <laughs> well but I mean we're, we're they, not we're not nitpicking nerds here okay <laughs> we're just saying it what it well is. I mean they have they have elaborated on the whole Schrodinger thing, like he is present throughout all time and not present at yeah. any given point in time. So, so. Uh, just a quick aside for those of you who are not uh, familiar with the whole thing about Schrodinger's cat, um, it's a whole uh, like theory composite that uh, if the cat is in a box, uh, it is both alive and not alive at the exact same time until it is observed. It exists in both states simultaneously. Um, and then the Heisenberg uh, one is Heisenberg Uncertainty Principle, which says, if you know the position of a particle, you cannot know its speed. And if you know its speed, you cannot know its position. You can't know both at the same time. Um, basically, it's fancy mumbo-jumbo stuff because it's stuff whirring through space. You can't pinpoint it and track its speed at the same time because stuff's moving too fast. There you go. Science is fun! No, I'm kidding. Yay! So, please continue, sir. And But... We have to really focus on the weaknesses because otherwise Alucard just kind of takes the cake. He is a vampire. Yep. And susceptible to the things that a vampire normally would be. A silver cross isn't going to kill him, but it's going to make him uncomfortable. Yep. You know? Holt, running water, he will refuse to cross it. Superman, again, just has the green rock and some hoodoo voodoo is what will take him down. Unless Alucard is going to reach in and pull out his magic wand, or is going to pull out his kryptonite dagger, or bullet, you know, <laughs> but being as strong as he is, Superman has been killed. Yes, multiple times actually. And if if that's possible, then Alucard has it because Alucard can't die. Mm-hmm. So even when, even with his ability to rewind time to pretty much do everything that Superman can do since his conception. Alucard is just one step above in God tier characters. Okay, so you're saying that it, at the end of the day, Alucard comes out on top. Yes, simply because the weaknesses. He doesn't have enough exploitable weaknesses for Superman to overcome him. You know, I I will agree with you, and uh, I, but I have a caveat. The only reason I'm going to agree with you is because uh, Superman, throughout his entire like existence, has never gone ham on anybody. Like, not really. Um, everybody always talks about well, Batman could, you know, he beat Superman in that comic book. Yeah, that's because Superman didn't fly out to space and heat vision his ass from orbit. Like, yeah. that's the kind of like if I had Superman's powers, I was fighting somebody, I, you would never see me. 
you would just erupt into flames wherever you were standing. You would die that way. That's how you die every time. Like, ah, oh, Superman killed another guy. There's a fire over there. That's how it would go down. Um, you know, but Superman's always been an honorable combatant. He wants to get in your face. He wants to throw down with you. He wants to give you the opportunity to to defend yourself. And also, Superman is not a fan of collateral damage. No. Even though he does cause quite a bit, it's yeah. never his intention. And even though all of his films, particularly Man of Steel, would argue that point, because they fucked up the whole of Metropolis. Like, that, that whole town was leveled. Everything. Yeah, luckily Batman <laughs> stepped in with his fat pockets and rebuilt everything. Um, so in that instance, like, he's not going to... He's not going to put forth the effort he's going to need to, like, obliterate Ayukar. Like, he's not going to hit him with enough heat vision to atomize him and completely vaporize him so that there's nothing left for him to regenerate from. He's not going to do that. So he's never going to put forth that effort. And before and before he can, Ayukar's going to figure out his weakness, and it's going to be a wrap. So. And, and just to expound one more time on Superman's level of strength, he destroyed a planet uh, just a slight bit bigger in circumference than Earth. And how he destroyed it was he took off too hard. Mm-hmm. And the force he was putting down to push himself off of the planet destroyed it. Just a million pieces. Uh, but that's why Superman won't exert that much force. He saw he had did that that one time. He won't do it again. Yeah, he's very skittish about using his full force. And right. the, the Superman I'm referring to is the lawful good Superman. Because an evil Superman would just destroy the planet. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that, in a if, heartbeat. If we're talking Injustice Superman, yeah, I think he might. it might be a little bit of a different story with that, Alucard, that, maybe. That fight's a wrap before it begins if we're talking about evil Superman because he just obliterates the atmosphere, everybody suffocates, and the world burns up, and that's it. It's a wrap. So down to that, the ability to win goes to Superman. He could just kind of blow up the entire planet. Alucard loses, but he won't do that, and because of that, Superman will end up. Yeah, I mean, he, he would literally just grab the planet and spin it around so whatever side Alucard's on is facing the sun, and that's the end of the fight. Of course, it's also the end of the planet, but there you go. <laughs> As a million people go flying off into space, ah! that would be funny, actually. See Superman just grab the planet, stop it from spinning, everybody goes shooting out of orbit. Like, oh my god, I forgot about that. Uh, well, shit. Yeah, fuck. All right. <laughs> Guess I'm going to have to go explain this to Lois. Wait, no, I'm not. She's dead. All right. Uh, guess I'm going back to the Watchtower. <laughs> Get up to the Watchtower. Get up to the Watchtower, Batman with his arms folded. What did you fucking do? Uh, nothing. I thought you were on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, dog. Yeah. No, yeah, but there it is, folks. Uh, there is our power level battle. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you disagree with us, you can shoot us an email at one of the two emails we mentioned to you before. Uh, let us know what we got right, what we got wrong. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed this. You want us to do it again? We can pick some more characters, invite some more folks over. It'll be fun. Absolutely. So, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, Charlie's writing something, He's making a note. I get the feeling he's just going to draw a penis. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I'm picturing a penis right now. I mean, I'm not picturing a penis. I'm picturing. Well, technically, I just did, but mm-hmm. I picture that's what that's what Charlie's going to be drawing. I must have been reading Kayla's mind. She's picturing penises right but, now. But um, overall, like overall, <laughs> overall, I really can't disagree with either of you on your choices. No, I feel like I, we, I, I feel like we did some honest, you know, good comparison. Um, uh, when we were on the way over here, uh, Daryl was talking about the whole thing about you know plot armor, and I don't feel like we picked any characters that had like specific plot armor. Uh, per se, except for my whole thing about Superman and Kryptonite, but that's, that's a story for another day. 
He drew a penis with a top hat. Okay. So we were close. He's smiling. We were close. With a top hat. Yeah, he's not his own monocle, though. Is he wearing a monocle? I do see a monocle. Very nice. All right. So it's... Uh, so that's a penis with his pinky out. That's so what that it's is. Uh, Mr. Monopoly Triple X edition. Yeah. It's Mr. Penis. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peanut, but he's a penis. And now Charlie's adding something again. You know, before he finishes drawing that picture, we're just going to go ahead and sign off for the day. So we're going to give you your keyword. <laughs> All right. It's a penis with a propeller. Oh, he's got his pinky out. Oh, okay. That was like a propeller. He's wearing a backpack like Inspector Gadget with a prop on it to fly. Going penis, man. Go, go, penis propeller. That would hurt. That would. (laughs) Go, go. Now I'm hanging by my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My anus is bleeding. No. Oh, what if it came out at the wrong time? (laughs) Oh, God. Like, how'd she die? I don't, I don't want to talk about it. There was so much blood. It's so bad. Oh, God. Or the propeller gets stuck and then you spin. You know what? Let's just go ahead and end the show. Just, we're going on a road here. We don't need to go on. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and stop right here. But yeah. uh, everybody, today, the key word, we have been referencing power level this whole battle and we've been using a specific number for most yes. of those references you may or may not be familiar a, with that number a power level over what blank and if you know that then you're going to send that answer to one of the two email addresses we gave you before with the title of this week's episode which i guess you're just going to call power level battle that's where we're going to go with that yep no it's not 69 Damn. <laughs> sorry charlie <laughs> You could have also done that number, because we mentioned that one a couple of times, too, because I'm a child, and I, got, I find it funny. You sold it to me, man. I thought that was it. Yeah, pretty much, right? No, so that is it. But uh, in the tradition of the show, whenever we have a guest, we have a special way of signing off. So uh, we have a, a catchphrase, uh, first pick for podcasts, last pick in dodgeball. What we do is we kick out the first line, and we have our guest say the second one. So are you ready, sir? Absolutely. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening once again. This has been Nerdman Knowledge. I'm James. I am Jerry. And, and we, we are first, first pick, pick for podcast. podcast. Last pick for dodgeball. Yes. yes. And we'll catch you guys next week. See you then.